So, Trenta, what's going on here, Brent? You were promising the world to me. Ooh, if if I haven't listened to episode one, what's the Trenta again? Trenta? Well, you've definitely listened to episode one about <laughs> eight have. times. I have. You've downloaded it on everybody's computer. But... Gotta raise those numbers. <laughs> That's right, sweet numbers. I got an email from Brent this week that just said, sweet, sweet numbers. Well, because I thought it was a big thing that 10% of our listeners are now Americans. So ah, not bad. Like, this is kind of cool. We can make it there. But I yeah, can make so it anywhere. Trenta is the, the, the really ridiculous um, Starbucks size. And Brent was talking about it back mm-hmm. in the day, you know, a couple months ago that it was a new size and it was coming out. And then... Has it just been banished or... I don't... I'm... Every day I've got to get, you know, a stupid venti and it's just... Well, my you iced tea t- cravings. Well, you, have, you mean you have to get two ventis? Some days, yes. One for the walk home, one for the fridge. That's what I did today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. There's still one here. The ice is melted in the bottom of it now. Hmm. So I'm kind of disappointed, Starbucks. You need to uh, fix the situation. I'm, I'm still. Well, you should, to yeah, Trevor. What you should do is gather your. Just go buy about five. Right now, okay. did you get it? And freeze them into ice cubes because you get the problem of the ice melting. And then it's not as good as it was before. Yes. So then you can have. Holy moly! So I have ice tea ice cubes. Then you can have iced tea ice cubes. Whoa. And put them into the iced tea lemonade. Mm-hmm. So I could bring them my ice cubes and be like, can you make an iced tea lemonade with these ice cubes? Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. You're oh, on to something, man. This is good. I always dreamed of Here comes Coke. some wisdom. <laughs> Finally. 13 episodes in. We got something. We brought something that the world has never seen before. I always dreamed of freezing Coke and then putting it in Coke. That would be great. Oh, it's not Brent, the same. You're, Brent, you're on to it. Finally, we've cracked some wisdom. Yep. Well, our job is done here. <laughs> this is going to be a short episode. <laughs> oh, no. So. Here comes the wisdom podcast reggae man, Connor Bedinchever, coming at you loud. Here comes some wisdom. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So welcome everybody to episode 13 of Here Comes Some Wisdom Now I'm really pumped for about this episode Because you know that new Gatorade, the performance series How you drink like some before, during your game and then after Well I just popped a before prime Gatorade 15 minutes before this podcast, so I'm ready to go. So you're getting hydrated. Yep. And fueled to to cast the pod. Yep. I am ready. Brent, did you do any preparations for today? Yeah, well, I looked up Baker's Dozen because I was confused about that. <laughs> it's 13, man. Still, is it 13 or 11? It's Unclear. 13. Because the secret is it's a Baker's Dozen, so he gets to steal a cupcake and then just put so, out the 12... So the baker makes 13, and then he eats one, and then it's a normal dozen. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I was thinking it might be 11. That's all this is... I threw down, I threw down a couple ice venti uh, yeah. lemonades today yeah. from Starbucks, just in prep. Yep. So I think we're ready to go. So this is going to be episode 
13 of Here Comes Some Wisdom. If people want to email the show, where do they email us, Brent? Here Comes Some Wisdom at gmail.com. And Carter, what's the rest of the story? Our website, where you find great things. And it is herecomesomewisdom.blogspot.com. Right. So, Carter, you've got lots of topics today. Why don't you, why don't you give us a little start here? Why don't you give us a little taste of what, of what, what we're, we're going to get today? Okay, so maybe about, I don't know, a week, maybe two weeks ago, me and Brent hung out together in person. And oh, we went to the mall. Yeah, That's rare for this podcast. We, yeah. we, don't, we don't see each other. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't invite you, Trevor. Ah. But, so my iPod had been bugging me for, for a while. One of the buttons is broken, so I made an appointment at the Apple store. <laughs> And I tried to get it fixed. And as soon as we walked in, you know, nobody buys anything in the Apple store. It's just like people bored wanting to play with something. So as soon as we walk in, Brent turns to me and is like, man, I just feel like I'm going to start hitting somebody or something. That's and so Brent in crowded public places. Starts <laughs> exactly. Starts to lose it a bit, right? Public claustrophobia, maybe, I think yeah. we could call it. So I pull up to the Genius Bar, and uh, that's, that's what they call their service desk, apparently. And I'm like, yo, can you fix my iPod? And they're like, yo. No, yeah. Well, first he's like, hey, I'm here 10 minutes early. And they just laugh. You've left that part out, right? <laughs> so we had to make a couple trips into the store. Yeah, because, I don't know, yeah, because, yeah. You came early to your genius meeting? Yeah, because we, we couldn't find did anything you wear, else did you wear a to suit? do in the mall. No, I didn't. Did you dress for success? We'll get to <laughs> no. that. So I'm like, can you fix my iPod? They're like, no, but we can sell you a refurbished one and trade you yours for $170. And I was like, no, don't think I'll be doing that. Oh. So we, you know, I was pretty upset. And we just spoke <laughs> out into a bar fight, a genius bar fight. Because <laughs> I was mad at this guy for like just, just giving me the, the cold shoulder. And Brent was just public claustrophobia. So we just well broke out and started hammering people. And the question is, who's got my back? Trevor, if you were there, you're a pretty big Apple fanboy. Which side of the fight would you be on? <laughs> I would have not been on a fight, but I would have been making fun of you. You're like iPod disabled. I no, think it, both of you. Like, you're the only two people I know in the whole world that have iPod problems. Like, anybody. Like, how do you screw up an iPod? It's, it's, it's the like, spring on the power button is recessed into the body of the iPod. So, but no, if we were only you, down, Carter, only like, you, some genius was like, you know, jumping on my shoulders, trying to like give me a sleeper or something. <laughs> You'd be right there with them, Trevor. You'd be like defender of the Apple shield. You know, you wouldn't be like helping out your friends, your podcast buddies. You'd be, you'd be right there with the Apple employees. I kind of right? like to beat the crap out of a genius. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Brand, what do you think? Do you it's think good to get in fights you know you can win, you know? <laughs> like, their hot yoga ain't going to do nothing to, like, Brent's hot rage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, do, you, do you feel as if Trevor's got your back in an apple bar fight, <laughs> Brent? Yeah, I think you'd get worked up into it. Just, I still think the people in there would make you mad, like the old one, the woman who started talking to me. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> everybody thinks they're friends in an Apple store. Well, she like... was just yeah, she was getting into it too. Everybody's angry in an Apple store apparently. No, oh, she was behind yeah. us at line, and she's like, "Is this a line? What's happening?" She just didn't understand what was happening. Oh, where am I? Yeah. So then I started to bug her and be like, "I don't know." I just started to, you know, You're poke her, poke at her a little bit. Like, like physically. Like, oh, yeah, I, don't I don't know. I guess this is the line, but who knows? And she would not. She wasn't playing. <laughs> and then, then Brett walked over to uh, 
the computer had started playing Dora the Explorer <laughs> adventure oh. game. Oh, no, it was just on, like, the, there was a Dora game, and the sound effects were on really loud. So I just walked away from her and turned it off. Oh, okay. <laughs> but nobody even there even acknowledged it or said thank you. I'd kind of like to beat the crap out of a genius. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Some well, kid, they, you never heard about that, Carter? No. I guess really you could buy it. You could buy like a dollar drink before, and then some oh. guy got drunk and fell in the river and drowned, and then all of a sudden Manitoba, everything like went up in price because one stupid idiot drowned. Yeah, like Stone Cold beer or whatever. Uh, you know, that rolling or whatever. Mehas Creek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Alberta still get like 25 cent draft nights. Oh, Alberta, it rains oil and money. And beer, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh. hearing about a bar in Alberta where it was penny beer. You could buy a glass of beer for a penny until six people used the washroom. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I've, I've heard from multiple people this is the, the, the thing to do. You go there and you like funnel beer and you hold it in. And apparently, apparently there's like people that like use the like are like urinating into like pitchers <laughs> underneath the table and like... It- so there's if, like piles of like sitting urine in the bar, and like nobody nobody will use the bathroom. If if I were uh, like the fi- if five people had already gone and I really had to go, I'd just leave the bar, man. If you were the sixth person, someone would go ro- roadhouse on you and just give you a big yeah, roundhouse it, kick to the face, you know? <laughs> go Patrick Swayze on you. Patrick Swayze. Go yeah. roadhouse by giving a roundhouse. That's <laughs> go go roadhouse by giving a roundhouse while you ghost ride like Patrick Swayze would. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Is that because he's in That's Ghost? I not a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and isn't he dead? Okay, but why is he going to roundhouse kick you then? Because that's what he did in Roadhouse. He was a bouncer and he just roundhouse kicked oh, everybody. I've never seen this movie. Oh, it's a, it's a pretty classic. I haven't seen it, but I've, I've heard <laughs> oh, things about God, it. Oh, God, Carter! I haven't the, seen it, but I own it on TV and I'm never going to watch it, but I've I'm going to reference it. I've seen it. the Family Guy spoof. That's enough. And then I've, I'm going to watch it maybe tonight because mm-hmm. you guys are giving me a hard time. Here is a, yeah, I'm going to give you a a story now that I just thought I'd have to share with our community. Just I think a nice we story. all do have, yeah, yeah, just a nice little story because we all do have some love probably for WWF or WWE, depending on your age, right? Yep. So, you gotta have, everyone's got to respect it some yeah. way or another. Yeah. My respect just went down a little bit because you <laughs> sort of hope behind the scenes <laughs> that there's like, it's Very all sort of an illusion, and they're just sort of playing up the carny parts, but it's like, oh, but these are smart guys. They didn't just luck out, right? Uh, didn't just inherit, you know, business or anything. Yeah, but this Vince McMahon guy builds up this company, so he's got to be something to him, right? He's, he's probably not, a classy guy. Takes things pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, here is a story from the, the glory days from somebody who used to be an announcer. It's been going around, like, some wrestling podcasts which I have not listened to, unfortunately, <laughs> but got this secondhand. But the guy is telling a story about during an old episode of SmackDown, or Vince McMahon, while he was waiting to, well, as he was on his way to the ring, he sharded himself. Oh, on the way out? Yeah. He just let one go? Yeah. 
And if you haven't seen the movie Along Came Polly, what is the chart exactly? Okay, can we just cut that part and keep going? Because everybody knows what that is. But <laughs> then he comes. But then he comes back after. He comes back and into the back after. So he still goes out there and he's a pro. So he still does his probably twenty minutes of talking. Because he's a pro. Yeah. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> With his pants full. Oh, and he he's comes, such a He comes back and he's like, ha, I just crap my pants. <laughs> Next thing everyone knows in the back, he's gone changed. And he's chasing around some of the old guys. With his gitch tied up on a string, <laughs> trying to make them puke, like throwing it in their face. Your boss is like, like attacking you with soiled underwear, like a hobo in a traveling stick. All his possessions on the stick. Yeah, he's got his underwear on a string and a stick, and he's trying to make old people vomit. He's a classy guy. I wonder why none of his classy endeavors ever work. Mm-hmm. Maybe because he's a dirty carny pig. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a good spot to end that. <laughs> I have black spots from jamming fingers into my eyes. <laughs> Carter, got something else for us? I do. So, last week we talked about... <laughs> well, he's Sorry. got the giggles now. Sorry, I'm calling back to last episode. That's we right. talked about Step illegal one. activity that we would undergo. And uh, so I listened to that episode yesterday and just... Just got in the mood to do some illegal stuff, so I uh, went through with some of that this morning. What'd you do, Carter? I cut down a tree in my yard, and Ooh. I disposed of it in the improper manner. You see, in, each branch is supposed to be four inches in diameter. These were slightly over, and you're supposed to bind each tree branch. And I did not, and I just... I was so... honest, Honestly, you guys, I was so nervous pulling to the tree... The uh, disposal person place with the truck and it was like 8 in the morning just pouring rain because I thought no park ranger and stuff would be out there because this is in a city park and so I would just like hurried hurried palms are sweaty and stuff and you're just, just ner- it's basically you feel like you have a dead person in your trunk and you're trying to like bury them in a field almost, except but they're you're trying to dispose of like natural organic compost yeah and so I was just you know just nervous and I just got that high you know so that illegal high I can still smell the, the sap on my fingers. Mm. just feels good. So I'm yeah. cutting that into a sound clip. <laughs> That's dirty. So Don't you dare. Don't you. So that was it. I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> that was it. That's another car. And then I did it. Did you get caught? Was there a guy there? No, but um, I'm hooked on illegal activity now. You've started a life of crime. <laughs> yeah. It's like marijuana is a gateway drug. Tree disposal. And please, during is, uh, yeah, and please during that story, can you have um, some Eight Mile <laughs> music playing? Yeah, the moment. Hold it. I That's think uh, Carter. That I do think of... you've got to stop listening to old episodes and coming up with things to say about them after the fact. No, but this is while I was doing it, I was like, oh. This is so illegal. And I was like, wait a minute, didn't we talk about illegal stuff last episode? Was that last episode? Okay. Yeah. Do you guys, did you guys have the guy that came to your elementary school and talked about the one chocolate bar? I went to your school. I went to your school just for that day. That you guy came was for crazy. It. Yeah, that guy was crazy. Carter, I'm, did you ever get the one chocolate bar guy? I don't guy? think so. It started just with one chocolate bar, Carter. This oh could be you. Oh, my So what's God. that, stealing one chocolate bar? Just, he started, he stole one He's chocolate bar. They wrote a break. 
Then jump ahead a few years, he's running down the streets of Montreal, robbing a bank and shooting like a machine gun. Yep. And it started with one chocolate bar. And, like, and they allow this person to speak with children? Yeah, they just brought him in front of the kid. There was cops. He was fully... He wasn't going anywhere. Hmm. But started with one chocolate bar. So you steal one car- chocolate bar, next thing you know, you're shooting people in the streets while robbing a bank with a machine gun. <laughs> one chocolate bar, Carter. One chocolate. And it was... The best part about that story is that our friend Jarrett got busted like a year later. <laughs> Stealing a chocolate bar from like a convenience store. The best. That was. That's a great story. He was such a nice guy. They always used to go to the to the store and steal stuff at lunch break, right? And so one day they got busted, and they were like walking out of the store, and everybody else starts running away, right? And the manager's like, "Hey, you guys, come back here!" All the other kids run away, but Jarrett stops, <laughs> turns around, and walks right to the manager. Hey, what you got there? Oh, Crunch Bar. Oh, what you got there? Oh, Kit Kat. <laughs> One chocolate bar, Jarrett. And he had to, I remember his job for the summer for, like, punishment was, like, scraping gum out of the back lane of that store. There was, like, oh, gum on the cement, and he had to, like, clean the gum off the streets. The guy taught him a hard lesson. You do the crime, I, you do the time, right? I remember One Chocolate Bar, and I remember there was a... There was, there was a, you know that song from Aladdin? Um, Street Rat, Riff Raff, do you know that song? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we were like, we always used to bug him out. We were like, <laughs> Crunch Bar, Kit Kat, I can't buy that. Let's not be too hasty. Boy, that Crunch Bar sure looks tasty. Gotta eat to live, gotta steal to eat. <laughs> we used to like make a whole song about Jerry stealing the Crunch Bar. <laughs> Now, Jared, is he is he in Montreal by any chance right now? No, he's doing okay, man. He's doing Good. all right. He got stopped. He got stopped. Yeah. He got, that guy saved him by making him scrape gum. And we used to go there every day after school and just laugh at him. <laughs> so if the ratio is two to one from booty pictures to daughter pictures, you're probably not a good father. Oh, another failed segment. <laughs> Thought I had this one. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the weather report. Cue the foghorn, Carter. All right, so we've been telling you about the hurricane. The hurricane was a character of my childhood and of my, as a young adult and even... Now, to this day, he still haunts my life from time to time. We're going we're gonna to catch up with the hurricane. Last we left off, he was, you know, on the bus, causing, causing troubles, tattooing, each, tattooing himself and his brother and piercing his ears and throwing firecrackers. And, so all know, the previous he, segments, on the bus, as, as a child. Yeah. Now we're going to jump ahead a bit. Well, things didn't go so good for him over, over the next couple years. And there, there was a time, or 20 when he was wanted by the police. <laughs> he was somebody that they wanted to find and, you know, arrest. So, who would have thought that such a nice child would have grown up to that? I know. Why would he? I, I, every time I saw him, the first song that always came into my mind, forgive me, was the song Out to Get Me by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I, that's always what I reminded me of. There's the GNR so, reference. For there, it there it is. Now, if I could tie in a Terminator reference, we got the deluxe combo platter. Yep. Speaking of which, 
deluxe combo platter was the name of the of the uh, the appetizer meal at the restaurant that we were at this day. Would you call it the Last Supper? Well, I don't know about that, but we were at Smitty's, and we were going in to get something to eat, and it, it was kind of like the usual thing. Everybody's there. We always went for coffee at the same time every night. We sit down, and who, who's in the back corner? The Hurricane. <laughs> the Hurricane and his friend are there, and they're having coffee, and they're sitting back, and it's like a late, it's like a Tuesday evening, like 10.30 at night. Pretty chill. Everything's going good. I kind of see the hurricane. Like, I nodded at him. You know, we went on the bus together. So, we're friends. We're tight. He's eating his uh, chicken wings with tattooed spiders on his hands. <laughs> Drinking his coffee. All of a sudden, two cops walk in. Now, Uh-oh. these two cops are not looking for him. Uh-oh. This is a coffee joint at 11.30 at night in a small, 10.30 at night, a small town. Two cops on a break decide to come in and grab a quick cup of coffee. The cops always sit in the very first booth where you walk in, which is exactly the farthest distance away from where the hurricane is sitting. Like, there is no way they could see him. They were across the entire restaurant, not our, like not exaggerating. Well, the hurricane, instead of, like, you know, maybe keeping his cool... And just kind of sitting there and maybe putting his hat down and kind of keeping his head down and just waiting till the cops leave. Go to the bathroom for an extended period of time, you know. The, the cop, I mean, the, the hurricane, you can just, like, see him. He was probably high on something. He's, like, panicking, hey? And his face is, like, beet red. And he's, like, fidgeting and he's, like, freaking out. And he's, like, you could hear him, like, kind of yelling at the person that he's sitting with. Like, shut up, shut up. And he's, like, freaking out. He's, like, causing a scene, right? When there was, like... No need to cause the seat. So he's obviously like tripping out on something, freaking out. And he's like turning all red. And the cops have no idea still what's going on. We're sitting. It's basically the cops are sitting in the corner where you walk in. We're sitting in the corner like next to them. And then the hurricane's sitting in another corner. So we have both views. We can look to our left and see the cops and look to our right and see the hurricane reacting. And all of a sudden, the hurricane, for no reason, jumps up, runs Full steam across the restaurant towards the windows, jumps on the booth, and shoulder checks the window, <laughs> trying to escape from the restaurant. He runs, he bolts, he jumps into the glass. So just just goes through into the parking lot and makes his escape? Well, Carter, you know what? The glass was plexiglass. <laughs> like a hockey rink or something. So... It was the loud, it was like, <laughs> bang! And he just hit, it, all of a sudden, all you hear is just, <gasps> he just can't breathe. He like broke his ribs, dislocated his shoulder. He's in the booth, and he like rolls out of the booth onto the ground. He's like trying to get up. And then, only then do the cops notice what's going on after he runs into a window trying to escape. <laughs> The cops just pick him up, drag him out. Oh, it was a beautiful. Just imagine some cracked out sketch bag running into like a window. The cops like, "What's going? Oh, oh, didn't quite make it." The hurricane, most wanted. That's right. The weather report, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I heard you guys. uh, had a little run-in with uh, 
a local conservative member of parliament a few years ago last election. Would you care to elaborate on that? Well, we were at the we were living in our polo club, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Luxurious California living in university, and we decided what what was it, Brent? No, oh, it was just well. We, it was pretty simple. We thought we just put up some signs that said "No junk mail, please." Yeah, so that seems fair enough. And it was all going good until a liberal guy came to our place, and this guy was one of the probably the top five <laughs> politicians in Canada at the time. And they filled up our mailbox with liberal junk. <laughs> so to revenge, three or four people living there all went and voted for the local conservative in the election. That's yeah. right. I got the story confused. We all now. What's where does this go, Brent? Unfortunately, he won by like under a hundred votes. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can find him like trying to get abortion banned in Canada and basically being a complete crazy. Loon. And we had we had a big part in take, getting yes. him elected. Yeah. Because the liberals put junk mail in our mailbox. But did you man up and tell them that you didn't vote liberal because they put stuff in your mailbox? Just No, did, we it was I think did. it was like the day of the election. Oh, okay. We just it just angered us. Cuz I I think I wasn't even going to vote until they put junk mail on. I was like, that's it. I'm going <laughs> to vote for the other guy. That's it. Cuz I was uh, like freaking out. I I manned up this week, you guys. So the guy who you did vote for, well, he's turned into a bit of a junk mailer himself. But he got his oh. hands on an auto dialer, you know, something that calls you and a lot. And you're like, oh, it's not a 1-800 number. I'm not just going to hang up. It's a local number. This could be important. And so you pick up and he has this stupid automated recorded message. And so election day, he called me three times with it. Like, 45 minutes till polls close. Get yourself and everyone voting member of your family down and vote for me, Rod. And so... I had enough. So you know what I did? I sent him an email. And I was like, yo, man, I didn't vote for you. And I won't ever vote for you until you lose the auto dialer. So I manned up. Did you get a reply? No, not yet. But I couldn't. So that's the end of your story. So you said, so your story, Carter? Yeah. Is that you sent someone an email? Yeah, but I manned up. And if he would have lost, I would have called him until he would have picked up. And I go, hey, man. Sorry, no, this isn't a good time. But it was never a good time when you your machine called me. Just oh, you had up. your lines all prepped, just yeah. like your segments for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, you I remember that Rod. So the best, really maybe the. Matter. I think my favorite part about Rod winning was that he threw his party at the local bar known as the Lid, which which is like the dirty, filthy girl bar. It, it that's has where a his, like, name of the Skid. <laughs> <laughs> that's where his that's where his celebration party was that night. I think we were gonna go there, weren't we? Hey, you gotta have it in uh in the local. You gotta have your yeah. celebration party in the riding. So the, either the, the skid. skid or the knob. Pick the oh. skid. <laughs> and that was episode thirteen of Here Comes Some Wisdom. I'm Carter. I'm Brent. And I'm Trevor. Big shout out to uh, another Trevor, Lister. He uh, heard me ranting about how I couldn't get Tangled on 3D Blu-ray, so he brought over a DVD version for me to watch. So we're already getting the Wisdom Wranglers to give us yeah. uh, us free, free stuff. Except if anybody wants to like email me like a Subway Club card, I'll eat. Yeah. Most of the time it's appreciated, but he brought over the DVD, and so we all know that. Oh, that's for poor yeah. people. Exactly. So Blu-ray I didn't or watch 3D. It, but it was appreciated, Whatever. the gesture. Yeah, from a poor person. Yeah. 
But that means so? that you actually, so you actually watched it? No, not yet. Oh, I see. I thought he You're would just have just adding it to your collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought if you weren't able to keep something, you might watch it and enjoy it and then give it back. But maybe someday. <laughs> it's on a list of things to do. Yeah. So we got a few more regular standard episodes before our uh, live extravagant episodes come on yep. later this month. I've later actually, month. you know, someone has actually messaged me on Facebook wanting 12 tickets. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what are they, 10 bucks a pop? It's a fellow cat lover, though. He's like, I need seats for all my cats. <laughs> oh, that's right. And party hats are included. If you bring your pets to the, to the taping, uh, we'll, we'll include party hats for your yeah. animals. Because we're party animals. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, so if people want to uh, email the show, where do they email us, Carter? Here comes some wisdom at gmail.com. And of Fred course there's a, well, there is a blog. You're right. And it's mm-hmm. here comes some wisdom at blogspot.com. Dot blogspot.com. Yes. Oh, here comes some wisdom dot blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so we're going to leave you with a little segment and uh, hope you enjoy. We'll see you next week for episode 14. Cheers. Trevor, I'm calling you out. What? The uh, I was listening to some of the last couple of episodes, and you make a lot of reference to, oh, yeah, we don't got a lot of friends. We're, we're all a bunch of socially awkward guys. <laughs> and uh, so I'm on Facebook, and we're Facebook friends. Not real friends, but Facebook friends. You and, and me, yeah. You have 809 friends. That's so? And you're one of the more popular people I know, right, Brent? Popular? I'm popular. Yeah, I'd say you're you're pretty popular. Okay. And so basically, I just have no comment the, on that wording, but go on. <laughs> so you know you're Zach Morris at the school, and so this reminds me, you're just trying to fit in. You're like, yeah, I got no friends, got no, uh, got no friends, got no just awkward guy. This reminds me of Brent okay. with the roommates. Yeah, I'm poor. Let's go. Let's go to food hoard. Get some expired bread. Meanwhile. There's a pizza next to my bed. <laughs> that's Brent. Yeah, and so that's the same thing. You're just trying to fit in. But meanwhile, you got a pizza under your bed <laughs> with all your 809 friends. How do I have a pizza under my bed? I don't understand what you mean. Uh, never mind. This segment is it's crapped. <laughs> yes, I'm really. just saying. Okay, but just, what's your point? What were no, you trying to It was say? you're trying to fit in saying I got no friends. Just like Brent said, I got no money. Meanwhile, there's 800. The Little Caesars pizza is the 809 friends. <laughs> that was the worst thing. There's like no connection. It's so connected. It's not funny. It's got everything. Of it's Car- not it's funny. It's so Carter connected needs- that it's no. not funny. Yeah, but it's got everything Carter needs in a segment. He's got to call somebody out. <laughs> He's got to do a call back to another episode, but like directly mention it. So it doesn't ever just come out as like a clever thing. It's like a direct call back and a call out. And then it stops halfway through. <laughs> and then it dies. And then he erases it from the Google Doc while yeah, talking. Just so everybody knows, while we do this, we all have a Google Doc open with topics, and as Carter fails them and bombs them, you can see the mouse drag over the parts that he's written in the Google Doc and slowly delete them. 
like during before the segment's even over, Carter's backspacing through his ideas. Just didn't go over as well as I, I planned in my mind. This is so stinking thick. Brent, you you labeled it per that is a Carter segment. A very overly complex theme with a shout out and a call out and a disastrous ending. Those are like the ingredients for like a Carter segment. And now and now he'll get mad and he's gonna try and like put down our segments. Gotta keep one jump ahead of the bread line, one swing ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. That's everything. One jump ahead of the lawmen, that's all, and that's no joke. These guys don't appreciate I'm broke. Riff raff, straight rat, scalpel, take back. Just a little snack, guys. Rip it open, take it back, guys. Take a hint, gotta face the facts. You're my only friend, Abu. Oh, oh, it's sad, a man is hit the bottom. He's become a one-man rising crime. I blame parents, except he hasn't gone home. Gotta eat to live, gotta still to eat. Tell you all about it when I got the time.